Do you consider yourself a high achiever? Smart, driven, highly successful? I am so excited to have you. My name is Julia Arndt and I'm the host of the Stress Podcast. I will help you develop your stress resilience the same way you've developed your workplace superpowers. Learn peak performance tools to thrive at work and in your personal life. Let's get started. In the summer of 2018, I got diagnosed with burnout and took a three months medical leave in order to understand what happened to me and obviously recover. So in today's video, I want to talk with you all about burnout. I want to talk with you about what burnout is, how you can diagnose it and how you can obviously overcome burnout in the workplace, how you can speak to your manager if you are experiencing signs of burnout and if you need to leave your job in order to recover from burnout. So I would say, Let's get started. Hi, and welcome back to my YouTube channel. My name is Julia Arndt, and I'm a peak performance coach and stress management trainer. And I'm very excited that you're watching this video today because today I want to talk with you all about burnout. You might be watching this video right now because you are experiencing signs of burnout and you're wondering if you have burnout and how to manage it going forward. And hopefully, all of these different questions will be answered in today's video. If they are not, please feel free to leave me a comment down below and ask me any questions that you have related to burnout because I am super specialized in burnout. I want to help you create a beautiful, powerful life that you love because I do work with peak performers that are sometimes pushing themselves too hard and then go into burnout because they don't know any other way. And I do believe that you can live a different life. I am basically the real life example. So let's jump into the first question. What is burnout? Burnout was only recognized as an official disease in May 2019 by the World Health Organization. So it's really not been around for that long. And burnout relates to chronic work-related stress and can show itself in various ways, both mentally and physically. This is the first important insight that I want you to take away from this video because burnout is not only emotional exhaustion, it is really also showing itself physically. Like for example, you might experience digestion issues or difficulty to concentrate or sleep problems or you're constantly getting sick, right? Your immune system is really low. All of these things can be signs that you are experiencing too high levels of stress on a regular basis and you need to start taking care of yourself. There are three main factors that identify burnout. So I want to talk with you about those three factors. The first one is depersonalization. So instead of being super invested in your job, you are actually taking more and more steps away and you are not feeling invested in your job anymore. The biggest sign that I had when I experienced burnout was that I just did not feel like myself anymore. And then when I read about this factor of depersonalization, it totally clicked with me. It totally made sense because I totally depersonalized myself from my work, but also honestly from my other environment because people couldn't really relate what I was going through and I felt really alone in that experience. So depersonalization is the first factor. The second one is a decreased sense of accomplishment. So you might be working harder and harder and harder, but you feel like you're not really accomplishing anything and you're constantly looking into the external environment to validate 
validate you. But if you're not getting that validation, you feel really low and you feel like your self-esteem and your confidence is decreasing, which can be a really good indication for burnout as well. And finally, the factor that I already mentioned is emotional exhaustion. So being emotionally exhausted, feeling numb, feeling like you are not connected anymore with your life or with your job is also a factor of burnout or a sign that you are experiencing burnout. And this is the first insight that I wanted to share with you, just so you know what we are talking about. So you know now what burnout is and the three main factors of burnout. But now I want to dive with you even deeper. I want to talk with you about how can you diagnose burnout? So let's jump into that next question. How can you diagnose burnout? Based on a questionnaire that was adapted from the Burnout Risk Index from the University of Berkeley, there are eight statements that I would like to share with you. And so take a piece of paper and a pen and just count the number of times you would say yes to these statements. Two things to mention here. Number one, it is obviously super important that you are honest with yourself. And number two, all of these statements relate to your experience over the last two weeks. So let's jump into these eight statements and you check in with yourself how often you would say yes to the following statements. Number one, you often feel that you are unable to control the important things in your life. Yes or no. Number two, in the last two weeks, you find it difficult to completely disconnect and switch off from work in the evenings. Number three, in the last two weeks, you often feel overextended, like you are spreading yourself too thin and things are falling through the cracks. Number four. In the last two weeks, after a day of work, you often find yourself drained physically and emotionally. Number five. In the last two weeks, you feel tired when you wake up in the morning, dreading another full day of work. Number six. You find yourself less excited and engaged with your job. Number seven, in the last two weeks, you worry that your job makes you more harsh and less compassionate with others. And number eight, in the last two weeks, you often feel like you are achieving less than you should. So feel free, obviously, to pause the video here, look at those eight statements and look at how often would you say yes to these statements over the last two weeks. And then obviously count the number of yeses and see what your burnout score is. The closer you are to eight, so let's say you have a five out of eight, six out of eight, seven out of eight, eight out of eight, that means that your risk to burning out is pretty high and you should start to pay really close attention to the signals that your body is giving you because you are obviously currently under a lot of stress. And if you don't stop, if you don't change something in your life, then you might be burning out and you might need to take a medical leave or you might get really sick. All of these different things can happen, okay? And take this as a status quo. Don't be super shocked right now or don't be super afraid and scared right now. I don't, that's not what I want to get at with, with that exercise. I just want you to create awareness on where you are currently standing. When I went to the doctor in 2018 and I had to answer two questionnaires related to burnout, it was a very, very eye-opening exercise for me because 
I didn't really know what was going on with me. I just knew that I wasn't myself anymore and something had to change. And when I went through these questionnaires, it became very apparent that I was suffering and the things that I was experiencing weren't actually normal. And so it really validated me in a way that I was like, okay, I'm really experiencing this and I need to start paying closer attention to this. And that brings me obviously to the probably next question that you have, which is, how can I overcome burnout? And when we are talking about overcoming burnout, there are two things that you need to pay attention to. Number one, your stressor, and number one, your stress levels. So there's two different things. And when we are talking about burnout, oftentimes people say, you should meditate more, you should relax, um, you should practice more self-care, you should exercise in order to decrease those stress levels that you have accumulated throughout the day while being at work. And that's absolutely correct, right? We are accumulating stress levels over the course of the day and we do need to pay attention to signaling to our bodies that we are actually in a safe state because when we are in the stress state or in the fight or flight response which I'm sure all of you have heard about then we are in this like threatened state and all of our main bodily functions are reduced to minimum functionality specifically your digestive system your immune system your cardiovascular system and your reproductive system so four extremely important functionalities in your body which then translate into experience experiencing those physical symptoms as well when you are experiencing burnout. And in order to signal to your body that you're actually safe and that your body and that your nervous system can go back to normal functionality, you need to signal to your body that you're in a safe state. And that's why we are talking oftentimes about self-care, meditation, exercise, relaxation, breathing, yoga, all of these different things. And they are all amazing tools to manage your stress levels. And I highly encourage you to do that on a daily basis in order to breathe and relax and signal to your body, hey, everything is okay. We need to calm down, slow down and take a break. At the same time, I think this is not the ultimate answer because even though you might take time to relax and recharge your batteries, the stressors that are in your life are still there. And if you're not starting to work on these stressors, you will always experience those really high levels of stress. So let's talk about stressors. First of all, obviously, you need to identify what is stressing you. What is bringing you to those high levels of stress? Is it managing your time? Is it a very difficult stakeholder or client or boss or colleague? Is it your family? Is it your partner? Is it just the lifestyle that you're living right now. You need to identify specifically, hey, what is going on in my life that is bringing me to this fight or flight state all the time? And oftentimes from my personal experience and obviously my professional experience working with thousands of people over the last few years, it is time management and setting boundaries. That is usually the first thing that I recommend my clients to change because if you don't have time, if you feel like you have never enough time in the day to get everything done, then you won't also take the time to practice self-care and reduce your stress levels. So time management can be a huge, huge thing to change in order to recover from burnout. When we're looking at the numbers of burnout, first of all, we can see that burnout is a real problem. Nine out of 10 Americans, 89% 
are experiencing burnout in 2021. This is extremely alarming, right? Because in 2019, when I started my business, we talked only about 7 out of 10, which is still a very high number, but it's not as high, obviously, as 9 out of 10. So we had a significant increase of 20% of workers experiencing burnout on a regular basis. And when you're looking at these other numbers and those top factors that are fueling burnout, it becomes really clear that it has something to do with time, with how we are managing our time and how we are setting priorities. So again... That is the reason why I'm talking about time management. It is really important that you are realizing that if you start to manage your time, it can have a significant impact on your life. And you are very lucky because I have been talking a lot about time management on my channel over the last couple of months because I know that you're all struggling with time management and I gave you literally a step-by-step -step guide on how to manage your time. So make sure to check out this video, this video and this video in the series for time management. And then I also have two different videos on how to set boundaries. And I also have a video, this one here, on how to manage stress in a toxic workplace environment. So make sure to check out these videos if you want to have more information. We're not diving deeper into how to solve that problem in this video because I just wanted to make sure that we're obviously creating a framework of what you need to pay attention to and how you can find help as a next step. This leaves me with two more questions for this video today. And the first question that I often receive when people are experiencing burnout is the question, how do I communicate to my manager that I'm feeling burnt out? And I know this might feel extremely vulnerable in the moment because you're watching this video right now and you're probably feeling extremely stressed, extremely tired, extremely overwhelmed, and maybe very emotional and you find it very difficult to speak to your manager. And then we always have to distinguish obviously between two different types of managers. There are the managers that we have an easy time to talk to and then there are the managers that we don't really get along really well with in the first place and so it's extremely difficult to speak to that person. So let's talk about both scenarios. Number one, if you have a very nice manager, well, hopefully in that case, it is going to be a little bit easier for you to be honest with your manager about what you're currently going through. And then I would just make sure to set up some specific time, maybe even give your manager a heads up that you want to have a personal conversation with them. So they are mentally prepared about what is coming and then sit down with them and Tell them what you have been experiencing and also thinking about what you need in order to get out of that. Because that is probably the question that your manager is going to ask you. Your manager is probably going to ask you, how can I support you? What do you need? And so you need to find the answer to this question beforehand. It would be at least better if you do. So you could, for example, say, I need to take a vacation, a medical leave. Maybe I need to um, hand over some projects in order to free up some time and some space because maybe you have overcommitted to too many things. No matter what it is, be prepared because preparation will also help you to be less emotional and more rational with the conversation that is coming up. If you have a very difficult manager and you actually don't trust your manager to have this conversation, then that is totally okay as well. This is extremely important because in this moment, you need to take care of yourself. This is the most important thing and you need to just think of yourself. And in America, fortunately, you do not need to give a specific reason why you are taking a medical leave. You do not need to give any specific insights into how you're feeling and how you're doing. 
And then you just let your HR department know that you need to take a couple of weeks off. And obviously you can let your manager know as well. So this is really important because I think sometimes we are very scared of having that conversation, especially when we are dealing with a toxic manager or if we are having a toxic work environment and we are not comfortable to share this kind of information because we feel like it's it's not going to bring us any um, advantage, okay? So don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to take care of yourself. It is important that you do and nobody will do it for you. So go ahead and take the step that is best suited for your needs. That is that is the thing that I can tell you about this. And with that, I want to talk with you about the final question that I oftentimes get when we are talking about burnout. And the question is, is changing jobs the only solution to overcoming burnout? This is such an important question. And that's why I really wanted to bring this question today into the video, because the answer is no. When I experienced burnout, I was working for Google. I had been working for Google for over seven years. And I did decide after my medical leave that from a personal perspective, I needed to make a job change because I wanted to move somewhere else and my team didn't support it. And that was totally okay. It was really a personal decision. But at that time, that was my only solution that was left because I had been looking into different alternatives before. And at the same time, I also became super passionate about the subject of burnout, mental health, stress management, and productivity tools to help people sustain their performance over time. So I did decide to build my own business. Now, let me ask you this question. Do you think it is less stressful to work in a corporate job with great benefits and great environments or when you are starting your own business? Right. It is way more stressful and way more risky to start your own business. However, I made that decision. So no, I did not need to leave my company in order to overcome burnout. I actually had to work very, very hard on myself because I was prone to burnout. I was prone to working myself to the ground because that was a habit of mine. And so what I really needed to do was I needed to change my habits. So if you do like your job, if you do like your company, do not believe that you need to change your job in order to overcome burnout. That's absolutely incorrect because when you're leaving your job and you're going to that next company, you take all of these bad habits that you have created with you. And so even though you might experience a three to six months honeymoon phase in a new job or in a new role or in a new company, you will at the end of the day go back to those bad habits that you have created over the past couple of years. So it is really important that you realize that you need to start making specific changes to your habits and to your routines in order to create a more sustainable lifestyle. So that goes back to creating self-care times, creating better time management schedules, creating better calendars, setting better boundaries, shifting your mindset, right? There's all these different things that we need to work on in order to create a better balance for ourselves. The reason why I built the peak performance method is exactly for that reason, because I want to help people understand what kind of habits they need to work on in order to build that sustainable lifestyle. So if you're curious to learn more about the peak performance method and those nine components that are necessary in order to build the life that you love, feel free to check out my website. I will link it down here in the show notes. 
So yeah, my final words to burnout are that you have a choice. I think this is the most important thing that I would love you to take away from this video today. You have a choice. We oftentimes think I don't have a choice. I need to stay in this job because I need to make money. I need to say yes to all of these different meetings because I don't have a choice, because people expect that of me. But you need to realize that you have a choice. You are making decisions and you need to make a choice and think about what is it that is really important for you. And then you need to take the responsibility of the choices that you are making. And at the end of the day, we are all adults and we know what is good for us and what is not so good for us. And sometimes we need to learn the hard way, which is totally okay, but it doesn't mean that we cannot change it. So I hope that you found this video helpful. I would really, really appreciate it if you give me a thumbs up on the video. Leave me a comment down below if you have any other questions or if you want to share anything with us that you're struggling with at the moment. And I'm super happy to dive with you into more specific questions around burnout. But for now, Thank you so much for watching. I wish you all the best and I hope to see you in the next video.